0: and members of the SRB Table of Ranks, who give monthly contributions from anywhere between $5 to $25. If you'd like to support the podcast, go to my Patreon page at patreon.com/slash Sean's Russia blog, or to srbpodcast.org and hit that Patreon button and join the Table of Ranks. Longtime listeners might know that every semester or so, I put together a few non-narrated profiles of affiliated faculty with RIS at the University of Pittsburgh. This is a way for our faculty to talk about their research interests and teaching and to give some visibility to the work they do. This episode's faculty profile is with Attila Kenyoresh, who is a Fulbright visiting professor at Pitt in Hungarian studies in the fall of 2021. Attila Kenyeresh is an assistant lecturer in the Department of Cultural Management at the University of Debrecen, a journalist and a TV reporter, and a freelance writer, and his research examines manipulation techniques in the news media, the issue of fake news, and the role of educational science television programs in adult informal learning. At Pitt, Attila will be teaching a Fulbright seminar in Hungarian studies for undergraduate students that focuses on fake news and media manipulation in Hungary and East Central Europe. And here's Attila about his background, his research interests, and a bit about his teaching.
1: Media itself contains these these problems. It's it's like a circle of evil or, or, or something like that, because media has to be manipulative in a, in a certain level to to collect money. My, my name is Attila Kenyeres, as, as we say it in Hungary, Attila Kenyeres. I have a question. How do you say in the American English, is it a university teacher or is it a university instructor? Okay. Instructor. Okay. I I, I tried to use this, this for myself. I worked as a political and uh, public affairs journalist, and uh, mainly for uh, local television stations in in Hungary, and uh, as a regional correspondent uh, for national TV stations as well. And uh, after my years in television, I worked uh, in the written press as a a correspondent uh, for city councils and county councils. And uh, these were really boring, honestly, but uh, I had to write interesting articles about them. So that was just a a big journalistic uh, challenge uh, for me. There there was a a TV report of mine about street fighting and clashing in Hungary in, in 2006. Prime Minister Ferenc Górcányi clearly annoyed Hungarians when it emerged over the weekend that he had lied consistently about the country's economic figures. Thousands and thousands of people have taken to the streets each night, most of I, them peaceful. I wanted to uh, show, uh, show my students, students extreme this right real face of the media and how, how the news is made and uh, how the media works uh, behind the scenes. How, how the media can manipulate events. And eventually people's mind and, and how, how can camera footages about, about just, just a few people. And how can I show them as a huge crowd on the TV screen? For example, how the, 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 the leading person of, of this, the crowd gave me a phone and asked asked me to go to to their place and to show what's what's going on in the streets and uh, how how can you create these TV reports under pressure because there are uh, really really thin deadlines and everybody is nervous and and maybe uh, your colleagues are are fighting against each other. And you have to write interesting articles in this working environment. These are the the, the things that the the public, the the audience uh, doesn't know about. And sometimes uh, these background stories are uh, more interesting uh, than the TV reports uh, itself. So media manipulation is is not uh, necessarily a bad thing. For example, advertising has always used these manipulation techniques. And it is is really embedded in in journalism. Because if if you are a journalist, you have to use some manipulation techniques to to make things more interesting. for your audience. Media workers uh, have been using these techniques uh, from the very beginning, and some of them are really harmless. But from the the mid-2010s, more and more fake news started to appear. So I started to work on this issue, and I created a database And uh, I have collected a a list of the recurring signs of fake news and scams. So if you know these uh, recurring signs, you can tell maybe at a first glance, whether or not uh, it is probably fake news. First of all, we we have to separate fake news and and, uh, media manipulation because manipulation is a distorted presentation of reality. But fake news, on the other hand, is, is a complete and uh, total lie. And the, the real change, I think, came with the internet and, and social media. On, on the one hand, very positive effects of the internet, but on the other hand, it has its dangers as well. And my my personal opinion about uh, this phenomena is mainstream media and professional journalism has its own responsibility in this sinister phenomena because many people, as, as I have seen, turn away from mainstream media because of its manipulation and turn to alternative media platforms and social media sites, which are much, much more manipulative and telling fake news. And uh, as a journalist and uh, as a historian, I can say that never before in the history of humankind has it been possible to spread fake news to such uh, large masses and uh, so quickly as it is uh, today, people are unable to decide what is true or, or what is not and what is real and what is fake. And there are alternative truths and alternative universes, as, as I see it, and there are fewer and fewer facts accepted uh, by all members of our community. And I think this is really dangerous because this confusion could, could lead to the collapse of the whole society in the long term. Some of my students take this uh, issue seriously and they, they try to identify fake news and they, they really improved their own critical thinking. But sometimes because some of my students are my Facebook friends. And the biggest and the greatest disappointment for me is that when I see one of my former students who attended my media manipulation course shares fake news. But, but the biggest problem is, is with the older generation. They are more vulnerable for, for fake news. The people who are socialized in the age of legacy media, in the age of TV, radio and printed newspaper, I think they are in in much more or or much, much bigger trouble regarding fake news. The the title of my course is Fake News and Media Manipulation in, in Hungary and East Central Europe. And I would like to talk about the vampire legends and the the vampire hysteria in Hungary in the international press in the 18th century, because in the newspapers in London, they wrote about a vampire hysteria in Hungary and in in the Austro-Hungarian Empire, because there was a huge fear of vampires uh, at that time. And uh, people dug up corpses in a mass scale and destroyed the bodies because they thought uh, they were vampires. And uh, I I would like to present uh, Hungary and the international press and and the successful Romanian diplomacy and propaganda in the West against Hungary because they were really smart and, and tricky. And and, uh, what was the role of Radio Free Europe in the Hungarian Revolution in in 1956, the rock and roll diplomacy of the USA during the Cold War, the the European refugee crisis in the Hungarian and international media in 2016, representation of Roma in TV news reports and also in in music videos. so I, I would like to give many, many interesting uh, topics to my American students during this, this uh, semester.
0: I'm your host, Sean Guillory, and this is the SRB Podcast. As you know, the podcast is sponsored by the Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies at the University of Pittsburgh and listeners like you. If you like this podcast, please share it on social media. Tell your friends to listen. You can also drop us a line on Facebook and Twitter and on the SRB Podcast website to let us know what you think of the episodes. And as always, if you do like the SRB Podcast, we'd love to have your support. The SRB Podcast is a nonprofit educational endeavor. It relies on support of individuals and educational institutions to keep it completely free. So please help us keep it that way. So go to srbpodcast.org and join the SRB Table of Ranks. And as always, I want to thank those who've already done that, my High Excellencies, High Wellborns, and Noblenesses, for your continued support. Until next time, bye.